Hello, real estate world. Welcome to the Nova Show, real estate records. This is Nuria Rivera, owner of Novation Title. I wanted to create the space for you guys to be able to share success stories, but not only success stories, I also wanted you guys to be able to share raw stories, everything that you have learned from the failures, the lessons, the wins. This is a space for our community to come together so that we can help each other rise to the next level. This is a space to be vulnerable, and this is a space for us to all be able to support each other in this real estate world. Please enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to the Nova Show Real Estate Records. My name is Tristan Hammett, and I am your host for today's episode. In this episode, I'm honored to feature Brianna Allred, a Utah realtor who's redefining excellence in the industry. Licensed in 2017 and going full-time only three years ago, she's swiftly risen to become a top 500 agent in 2022, thanks to her stellar reputation built on referrals. Brianna's extensive 13-year background in real estate investing, coupled with expertise in new construction and resale, sets her apart. Stay tuned as we dive into Brianna's remarkable journey and glean insights for your own real estate success. Thank you so much for joining us, Brianna. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. So I don't know too much about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't. This is the first time I've met Brianna. Yeah, trying to like connect yeah, and it has yeah. exactly come together. Yeah. But, but here we are. So thank you for being here, first of all. Thanks. And so I want to hear about you. Tell tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Um, are you like born and raised Utah or? Yeah, yeah. So I am a native born and raised Utah. Okay. Utah, right? Utah, <laughs> yes. So I did... It's kind of funny because when you grow up, you always think, I don't want to live in the same place that I grew up, right? So I did move out to Tennessee um, for my husband's job for about a year. And that was, I don't know, maybe three to four years ago. And I wanted to come home. (laughs) So I was like, the culture here and the mountains and everything is just, I don't know. It's just my home. Yeah. Yeah, I love it here. I've never been to Tennessee but I heard it's beautiful, too. It is. Did you get to experience Nashville? Nashville's amazing. Really? I think if we lived in Nashville, I would have been okay Okay, longer. yeah. But we lived in Collierville, which was just outside of Memphis. Okay, so you moved out there for your husband's job. You were like, I'm done. I want to move back home. Yeah. So you came here. So my husband, actually, I had the opportunity to either move to Texas with him and then Florida because his job was taking him to both. And I told him, I want to take my kids home and put them in school in Utah because I love it there. And I feel like that's how I want them to go to school. So I came back without him. Oh, okay. And so I was like, good luck on your job. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, but really. Um, But he, yeah, he did Texas and Florida. And we went back and forth and visited. And and Texas is great. And Florida is great. But it's just not where I want to live. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And then so how long ago was that? When? um... So it's probably been about the three years. So when I came back, I kind of hit the ground running. Oh, okay. So that's why there was kind of that little pause. Yeah. 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 She was licensed in 2017. However, she became really full time three years ago. And this Mm -hmm. is this is why. Yeah. So, okay. Very cool. What were you doing before real estate? So my degree is actually in nursing. Okay. So I'm an ICU nurse. ICU nurse. That's yeah. got to be 
intense. Yeah, it's definitely its own thing. Yes. And I love it. That's Not the funny thing, I love being a nurse as well. Yeah. So it's definitely taken the back burner in my life since real estates became full-time. Wow. And how did you get into nursing? Is that something you always wanted to do? or? Yeah. When I was younger, I went to school to be a MA right out of high school. I graduated early and became an MA and I did medicine for years. And then I was like, I should just kind of take that next step. So I went to college at Westminster. It was great. I love nursing too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That is so... I just get inspired by you, like people that are like, I graduated early and then I decided I wanted to do this. And then you're like a grown up, like right out of high school. I'm like, I was not doing any of that. Yeah, I don't I don't know why I did that. Well, good yeah. for you. Yeah. Good for you. So, yeah, you've been a nurse for 10 years, right? Uh huh. OK. And then you still like twice a month, I believe. Yeah, I keep up enough to just keep my licenses. So I'll do like one or two shifts a month and it'll be like a Sunday night to a Monday morning and okay. just so it doesn't interfere with anything in life. Okay. Yeah. And then, so I know you have thirteen year a 13-year background in real estate investing. Can you yes. tell us about that and then your journey into the real estate okay. world? Yeah, so my husband is way more ambitious than I am when it comes to real estate in the beginning. He was he he's in finance and so he's like this is where everybody that's made really good money that I've worked with is doing it in real estate. You know, so he's like I want to do that. I'm like, "Okay." So we bought a townhouse right when we got married, which was great. And then within a year, he's like, "We're going to buy this house. It was 7,000 square feet." It was a parade of homes home. Oh, my God. And it was gorgeous. I mean, it's dated for now. But back then, I was like, what are you doing? It's only two of us. We don't need this much space, you know? And so he's like, well, it's a good deal. We're going to do it. They're moving out of state. I've already started the process. I'm like, okay. Can you imagine what we got it for back then? No, I'm going to say like 200,000. No, 505. 505. But still, okay. 7,000 square feet. Like yeah. now it's like worth millions. Oh but so gosh. we bought it, we moved into it and it was it was a lot. So we finished the basement and that's so we're not like serial flippers where we go in and we just like fix something up and then sell it right away. We're kind of like we buy things, we finish the basement or we fix it up and then after we've done that when we're done either renting it or we're wanting to move on to something else, we'll sell it. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, it's like a more – you're making sure that there's a lot of time and it's done yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. And, like, our townhouse we kept for, like, I don't know, eight-plus years and rented it out. Okay. So – And did you use the equity from that first townhome to help buy that first – the big home? Um, No. He was able to finance it at that okay. time. Okay. And so it worked out. But okay. it was nice to – the townhouse, we, um, I mean, it kind of just debt serviced itself, you know what I mean, yeah. for all that time, which was great. And then when it came time to sell, it was great, a great profit, you yeah. know what I mean? And it had, oh, that one was one of our most challenging, well, actually, we've had a couple really challenging ones, which I'm glad that probably my most challenging deals have been my own, <laughs> because I'm like, I would rather learn the lessons myself than like try to navigate it with somebody else. Um, it tested positive for a little bit of math. Oh, and we had my. been using it for a rental for a long time, you know. <laughs> and so, but the thing to know about Utah is, so our meth limit is one, and you can actually have them cleaned 
And if they're cleaned and signed off by the health department, you don't have to disclose it because it's a stigmatized property. Okay. So because it tested just under the limit, I couldn't have it, like, cleaned and signed off by the health department. So that put me into the situation of, as a realtor and just a normal, honest person, I felt like I would need to disclose Mm -hmm. to anybody because those buyers pulled out at first. Wow. And I was like, I'm going to need to disclose this because it's not. And I talked to the, like, legal team and everything. And that's the conclusion that I felt like was the best path. Anybody that buys it, we have a a little bit of mess. (laughs) You know, it's not like... It's not like huge health precaution. Um, long story short, those buyers came back. Oh, okay. And I, it and I was like, great. You know everything. Like, <laughs> I, we, I can go to bed at night. Yeah, <laughs> totally. We like mitigated like just the HVAC system to make them feel good, you know. But technically, it wasn't like a health concerning level. But still, we were like, we'll do whatever we can. And then like. A couple days before closing, the upstairs washer leaked and flooded the whole ceiling, and we had to, like, quickly pull in subs and redo everything, and we just bought them a new washer and dryer. We're like, <laughs> oh, my god! It was, like, just, you know, all the good learning lessons. Yeah. <laughs> just let's but, just throw it at you. Yeah, yeah. But we've had lots of really great self-experiences. Oh, Wow. Yeah, that is that's fun. And it's just learning. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because it does happen in real life. Like, yeah, you it know, totally it does. does. And I, we've, you know, every time we learn something new and we just pick up and keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so then you bought that bigger house. Yep. And then were you able to um, you remodel that one and then you s- sold that one? So we finished the basement in that one. We sold it. We wanted to be on the east side, so we moved up to Sandy, and then we wanted it. We had a gorgeous almost acre lot in Sandy, but it was on a hill. So we interviewed some people. We hired someone out to build us like a 20-foot retaining wall um, to flatten out the yard. And then at the point that we decided, you know, my husband was moving out of state. He had bought some other investments kind of in between. Like we bought a condo, a condo downtown and remodeled it and we we're renting it to like college students and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he had done another townhouse with a friend. And so we had done kind of all this random stuff. But that that big retaining wall fell down in an earthquake. <gasps> and I found Was this the about, earthquake just a couple years ago? Um, it was before we went to Tennessee. Oh, so okay. it was a little bit. Yeah. Earlier. And they, then I found out that through the city, the contractor had told us he permitted it and done drainage and he hadn't done any of that. And so it was like this huge thing. And, you know, we had to, we got to learn the process of, you know, suing a contractor for good reason because we lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. We didn't actually get to recoup that, but it was still a good learning experience. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah. Then we went to Tennessee. We bought a house out there and remodeled one out there because their their style's a little bit different than ours here. So, um, and it was difficult to do, like, contracting in another state because it's just, you know, we don't have our normal connection. Yeah. 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 So we've done we've done a lot of things. I think the biggest thing that we've done as of late that we took on was – Building a house from scratch. Yes, which is a canvas. 
It's or in Hebert. Park City. Okay, Park City. Yeah, so it was like we just decided like, okay, we're going to do this. It's a custom home. We sat down. We drew the design on paper. And to get to a designer, we're like, hey, make this real life, you know? Wow. <laughs> so it's been because there's so much snow and we're at such a high elevation, I can only build it in the summer. Oh, yeah. Because to maintain access, like, for contractors, and a lot of them can't get in, you know, drywallers don't drive four-wheel drive vehicles and things like that. Yeah. So it's been th – this is my third summer, and I'm just finishing it. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. It's <laughs> a journey. Yeah, and especially after the, the harsh winter we had last year, I just heard that a lot of construction up there, I mean, ceilings, roofs caving in because yeah. of how much snow – yeah, we got. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm so glad that it's all yeah. done. Okay, so you um, had been into the investing. Why did you decide to get your real estate license? Um, so it's kind of funny. So my husband um, was like, "Hey, babe, you should become a realtor so that you can manage our, you know, buying and selling." And I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. I just went to college for my career, and I'm gonna just be a nurse. That's great." <laughs> it's like. And so he, so he was like... He didn't want to? Is he a realtor? No, no. He didn't he, want to no, do it. He wanted you to do it. Yeah, he's in finance. And so he's like got a full-time job, you know, managing and stuff. And so I was like, no, you do it. Like, whatever. Oh. <laughs> and, and so I, at that point, tried to recruit my brother who was looking at a different industry. I was like, if we could just have one in the family, that'd be great. Yeah. And so he was like, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I was like, dang it. <laughs> so I became a realtor and I'll be honest I didn't I didn't want people to know at first oh because I had in my brain I think just from my own experiences or just different things like kind of a negative view on realtors of being kind of more you know I guess worried about their money or you know their commissions mm -hmm. and maybe not focusing really so much on the client yeah and so I didn't really tell people for a little while because you didn't want that reputation no no I'm like I want to be the nurse that like saves people's lives yeah. you know like I want to be the realtor trying to take your money <laughs> so, so I was like oh, oh my but, god um what I realized is you know when you go to real estate school it's 120 hours you know what I mean it's really basic and then I feel like it's it's self-driven learning from there, you know, and it's really what you put into your business. And so the first two years, I really focused on classes. And I was like, because, you know, you get out there and they're like, hey, go get your first deal. And I'm like, um, I'm not even sure I know how to fill out a rep C. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll be like, let me help you with your biggest investment of your life. Yeah. <laughs> so I... Just took classes. So it was important for you to have the education. Yeah. 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 So you can feel confident yeah. telling people exactly. to use you. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like after I got like that knowledge underneath my belt, I was like, yeah, like I know what I'm doing now, mm -hmm. you know, like, and this is way more complicated than you realize. And let me make sure you're safe and I'm going to take care of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so after I got through that and like, I mean, there are so many great real estate agents out there that are super educated and really invest in their business. Mm -hmm. And so I have a totally new respect and now being in it and seeing what needs to happen and how to navigate each deal. It's totally different. Yeah, it really is. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. So how does one agent that had been at that time only 
two years, really, like your second year of going full time, you became, you were on the top, you made top 500. Yeah. So how, and I know you're very referral based. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that just making sure everyone you know now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, now that knows. Now <laughs> that knows that you're a realtor. You're not a secret agent. Yeah. I'm not a secret agent anymore. I think I had to really make sure that when I started my business, like I felt like I was going to give consistency and I did not want any deal to feel like, oh gosh, she's doing that now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I wish she would have done that for me. So I, um, my sister is very talented at design and everybody, like anytime I sell one of her houses, it just is insane. You know, we had one house and people would be like, well, you probably underpriced it or something. And we had like, it was during COVID. We had like 64 offers on it. But it's partially because we priced it appropriately for the market, but she just has such great design. People go crazy for her houses. Wow. So um, she got certified in staging. And for- so I partnered with her. Perfect. And so her and I together, we will stage our listings. And she's amazing at what she does. We don't just we don't just want to be like, hey, let's get some really nice photos, which really nice photos are super important. Yes. But I don't want to just get really nice photos and throw it on the MLS. Like, I want this to be a whole process. Like, I'm going to walk your neighborhood and I'm going to hand out flyers and I'm going to hold five open houses if that's what it takes. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I've done that. And some people think, oh, after your first open house, it doesn't really matter. But I've, like, had one on the fourth open house that was the buyer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's kind of weird and maybe not normal. But um, I will do, like, above and beyond. You know what I mean? Whatever it takes to help that client. And I'm constantly thinking about how I always want to advocate for the client. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes I have this weird um, thing in my head where I'm like, I won't calculate a commission or anything because – if I do, then that can kind of change my focus yeah. of what I'm actually doing. Because I don't get paid until it closes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So when I've done my job, then I will get paid. Yeah. So I have kind of weird stuff like that. But I think providing a really good service, I don't care if somebody has like an investment property that we can't really stage. And we're, and if they're not able to fix it up at that time and we're selling it at, that way, I'm still going to make sure it's clean. And I'm still going to do a luxury package for photos because yeah. – it just sells better. Yeah. Do you hire cleaners or do you? Yes, do you do I have. I have hired cleaners. Okay. And I take it kind of like, um, like each deal is a little bit different, right? So depending on how we work out stuff, like maybe I'm going to cover. I offer staging right now for free for my clients, and I I have a hard time sometimes putting that out there because I don't want to be like this is how I'm always going to do it because and then I get a ten thousand square foot home and I'm like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, I have to take it like each deal, but I anything I can offer that will make sense financially for me, because right. I still pay my sister like a high end stager because I want her to do a good job and I want her to like doing it. But, yeah. And so if I'm not paying her well, then she's not going to be as invested. So right. I cover that. And if if the house needs cleaning and they can't afford it, a lot of times I end up covering that too, just to make sure that when I'm putting that on the market, it's going to sell. Yes, so. for quick and hopefully top dollar. Yeah, totally, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and it helps everybody. I mean, what people don't realize is it takes it takes money to make money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so sometimes you do have to invest in your business. And that might be 
doing staging and paying for it because maybe people don't have the money up front. But if it sells faster, you get paid faster. They're super happy. You're getting referrals. It makes such a difference. I mean, I remember when we moved here, I still see it in my head and I can still smell it. And it was like just a disaster. Like and it's a home you bought? No, the a home we looked at in South oh. Jordan. And I'm just like, it was this beautiful house from the yeah. outside. Yeah. And you get in and it's, you could tell there was charm, but it was filthy, oh, like just God. filthy. And I'm like, why, like, why, I don't know, it boggles my mind that yeah. like, I mean, if you just invested $500 in someone to go in there and clean it up. Yeah. I mean, not even have to do anything fancy, just clean it. Like, yeah. you know. Oh, I even researched scents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. specific scents that are just like make people happy. And yeah, that's brilliant. You know, like when you walk in, you're like, yes, this is the house I yeah. want. <laughs> I just, I, it boggles my mind that that house was even on the market like that. I mean, it was like crazy because it was a cute house. Yeah. You know, yeah. in South Jordan. Yeah. And it was just really bad. So if they just had someone to come in and be like, hey, this is going to help you. Yes. If Even if we just clean it, you know, and have it show ready. So I think it takes, I mean, and it's hard because not everybody has the means or wants to or whatever, but I I haven't had anybody tell me no yet. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if I tell them like, hey, are you selling this as an investment property and you don't want to invest in it? Okay, well, I'm going to have it cleaned then. Yeah. You know, just so that even if somebody's investing, if it's coming, they clean, they're like, oh, this is nice. This is a good slate to start with. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Makes a huge difference. Makes a huge difference. Okay. So, um, what do you find most rewarding about working with both new construction and resale properties? And how do you adapt your strategy strategies? Um. I mean, I love new construction, no matter what. Um, the difficulties, like if I'm helping someone just buy a brand new house that was already built, I think the difficulties are working with the builders. Their contracts are completely different. Um, and then we're not allowed to like write addendums for their contracts because we're not licensed to do that. Okay. So if they have specific concerns about them, they have to pull in a lawyer. So a lot of times I'll read the contract, even though they're super long and tedious to read. And I'll say, okay, I want you to just kind of review these areas. I still want you to review the contract, but these are just some areas that I want you to be aware of. Mm -hmm. And then they can review it. And then if they have more concerns, we have to pull in someone legal. Um, and then new construction is harder just because it's always more than anybody anticipated. You know what I mean? So I don't try to steer people towards new construction unless they know that's what they want. And then we prep them like, hey, okay, they have this price listed and it looks really shiny and great. But once you get into Design Center, you're going to spend probably another $100,000. You know what I mean? Right. So unless, like, you, the show home is not what you're getting. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to just kind of navigate that with people and kind of have a little bit of an open checkbook. Yeah. You know, which is not what anybody Yeah, wants. either you're paying for it now or if you want to do that yourself later, you're going to have to pay for that later. Yeah. But, this okay. is a stock price. Yeah. yeah. I love new construction because it's always like if I'm going to sell a new house, I love it. Like I love staging a brand new house. And then also I love staging other ones. Sometimes depending on people's style, it's always a challenge to like try and figure out how to make it, you know, work for what will be appealing to buyers. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't have, I mean, I don't have, I mean, the thing that I find most rewarding is that when we get 
to the end of putting something beautiful together for somebody and it sells quickly, they're just happy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's happy. And then they tell their friends and family and it's great. (laughs) Yeah. And that's so that's mainly how you're you're having happy clients. Yeah. That just they're your biggest fans and they're like, you have to they hear real estate and they're like, you have to use my friend Brianna. Yeah. 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 No, totally. And it's great because I'm like, I love I love it. You know, I want people to be my raving fans because I do a good job. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And so how do you prep for a successful week? Like if you had a week with no hiccups, no wrenches thrown in them, what would that look like? Do you like you're a mother, you're a wife, um, you have I mean, you work full time. Yeah. And so how do you how do you prep for a week like that? How do you what are some of the things that you're doing um, for your mental health and yeah, through your week? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So um, I love being a mom, but my husband's known since we got married I was going to be a working mom because that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And so we, depending on the week, sometimes we get wrenches thrown in with like, you know, ki- kids' school being out on a day or something. But we have both of our kids in programs that um, are all-day school. And so my oldest is in public school and my youngest is um, in a private school because he's too young to be in public school yet. Um, but, you know, in a perfect week, they would get to school on time. They'd get home on time. I will get to follow up with each one of my clients. You know what I mean? I I am a little bit um, OCD about my schedule. Okay. So yeah, I hear about this. Yeah. So I, and this is kind of like people maybe make lists. I think a lot of people think too, like, Hey, I'm going to say something and it's such important in that, like, it's so important in that moment. I'm not going to forget. Right. I cannot rely on everything in my life to be maintained in my brain. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. So I put list in my phone. Like if you look at my calendar on my phone, you're like, what is going on on there? You know, because every single day I like wake up in the morning. I look at the list for the day. What do I need to handle in the morning? What do I need to handle in the afternoon? If I can't get it handled, it moves to the next day. And I just kind of do that, you know. So that's how I maintain because what I feel like for clients is if you start a relationship with somebody and you start dropping the ball, it is so hard to recover mm-hmm. from that. The trust, like once it's already not there, if you have a really good relationship up front and you are on top of everything, they know you're handling stuff, you're following up with them, they're not having to follow up with you, things like that. If you make a mistake at any point, they're going to be like, oh, she's usually on top of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's going to fix this. It's fine. Yeah. You know? So I don't ever want to be the person dropping the ball. I want to be on top of it. I want to make sure that we're keeping all of our deadlines. They know I'm following You're up. You're like ahead of the game. So they're not coming to you asking questions. You're going exactly. to them telling them what to expect next. And this is yes. what's happening right now. Yes. Okay. So that is something that goes on your list. Is yeah. like tell seller Sally that yeah. um, we had this many showings or yeah, or this many requests. Or, like, or go take pictures of the build on this day and send it to them so they can see where it's at. You know what okay. I mean? Like, so yeah, that's all on my list along with my kids' stuff and, you know, everything. Okay. So, <laughs> so that's how I stay organized. I love it. I love it. I love my calendar. <laughs> yeah, totally. My mom still writes in like an on a calendar. <laughs> okay. Like, I do have both. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, man. I do. I was 
it? I don't know what I No, did. it's like one that just stays at home. It's my calendar. It's really, that's kind of all the family stuff. Oh, got it. And then like, yeah. yeah. And then my work one though. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's packed. It's a packed day. Yeah, totally. And, yeah. And if something like, you know, there's your non-negotiables, things that mm-hmm. like you have to do, but if something, a wrench gets thrown in your day and you just have to move it or yeah. figure out somewhere else to put it, but it doesn't get deleted. Yeah, 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 it moves. Yes. And, like, I'll call people and be like, hey, we have to move this to this time. Like, sorry, you know, life doesn't always work out how you want it to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay. In your opinion, what are the current trends and challenges in the Utah real estate market? And how do you navigate them to provide the best service to your clients? Um, I think that right now people are mostly afraid of buying with the interest rates thinking home prices will come down. Um, And so I feel like people are trying to take pause. And I think my concern will be that possibly, and nobody has a crystal ball, you know, like when my Mm -hmm. clients ask me, I'm like, I can tell you my opinion or what I'm hearing, but, you know, who knows? Maybe the elections will throw it off. And so, but I, I am concerned that when interest rates come down, we'll have another flood on the market just because we just don't have as much inventory as we should. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of what I feel like I'm seeing right now. And then I also see a lot of people trying to go towards new build. And it's just having to go farther and farther out. You know what I mean? We yeah. just don't have as many great places to put houses as close as people want to be. It's so true. And I want to like touch on that. I just don't understand how people can like they want to wait for lower interest rates but then they're willing to pay 50 60 100 grand over asking i just really can't comprehend it yeah i don't yeah. know but there's like so many i don't know so many people are putting out things that you can use in your real estate advertising basically saying look look at the house price that you're going to pay for right. you know next summer or whatever and the interest rate might be lower, but you're paying way more a month than had you bought at a higher interest rate, lower house price, and then refinanced later. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but it's a hard pill to swallow. You yeah. know what I mean? For a lot of people, or maybe they can't get as much house as they want, but still, it's hard to teach and have people conceptualize that concept. Yeah, I agree with you. And um, I know when we talked on the phone, you had mentioned, I was talking about your social media because you do a, a good job with your social media. And do you, you were saying how like it's been interesting that since you've been taking your, you know, your audience on this kind of journey with you through this new, cons- the, your new home build, mm-hmm. that now it's attracting clients that want to yeah Yeah, that want to they're like hey I want to build a new home you know yeah well the interesting thing is is that okay number one some people think that if they go to a builder and they don't use an agent maybe the builder will give them a discount most builders won't I have found because I will just like like if my client asks me hey if I don't use you will I get a discount with the builder and I'll just call the builder and be like hey will you give them a discount if they don't use me and they'll be like nope (laughs) so you know Why not use an agent? They're not going to, you know, give you any extra money back. Mm -hmm. And using an agent, for me, I don't know how all agents navigate new construction, but I am helping them stay on track. I'm constantly following up. And and I may be unique. I don't know. 
Um, because some of the builders have told me like most agents don't want to be in, as involved with you. And I'm like, well, I am representing them. Mm -hmm. So I'm involved. Yeah. <laughs> so copy me on every email. Yeah. So I want to make sure that they get to their design appointment on time. I want to make sure they know where it's at. You know what I mean? I'm going to follow up on whatever I can so that they don't have to keep questioning and reaching out to the builder. Like, Hey, when are we starting? What are we doing? You know, what's next? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Cause that's just, I mean, I've been there, you know, so I, I think it's smart to use a realtor if you're building a new home. It takes just one level of hassle. They can call and vent to me about anything, and I'm going to do everything I can to help them figure it out. That's right. nice to have just one more person being your advocate in yeah. the process. Absolutely. I have, My husband and I joke that we should have bought a new construction home, our first home. Just spent the extra 100000 whatever yeah. Because in the long run, this is costing us probably way more. Oh. <laughs> it's remodeling our home, oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Remodel costs are super like any construction right now, I feel like did not come down with COVID as much as it should have. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, or since COVID, mm -hmm. it needs we do need some more resetting in the construction world. It's very, very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Could you share a memorable success story or a challenging situation from your real estate career and the lessons you've learned from it? Um, so either either one or both. Okay. <laughs> I think that um, some of the challenges can be sometimes making sure, like agents know that we have we have a common goal. You know, like we're not enemies in this process. Yes, we both are meant to represent our clients, and we're we're bound to doing that. Um, but I've had like where we had a long chain of four transactions where each transaction is based on the last one going through to make sure that everybody can get their homes. You know what I mean? So that was really challenging and communicating with all the other agents in the chain to make sure everybody knew where we were at and we were going to be successful in getting people to where they wanted to be. So I think sometimes, you know, just working together to try and get people and then not being upset because sometimes people, sometimes you put a lot of work into a deal and it doesn't work out because it's not in the best interest of either client. Mm -hmm. And you have to be okay with that. You know what I mean? If you make people feel bad or get angry at their decisions, they're not going to trust you to help them with the next deal. So making sure that you take pause and realize these are people's lives. These are super stressful situations that we're trying to help them navigate. And it's a lot of work. That's very true. I mean, I know... I see like both sides to it. It's like if you have um, a buyer, you know, that's under contract on a home and and your seller obviously, you know, is betting on that, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But then things fall through and it's just so for whatever reason. Yeah. Right. I it's mean, it's devastating. Yeah. Yeah. For for both parties but especially like the, the seller that would be that would be really hard because then you got to like start all over again yeah but you do have to keep that that professionalism between the agents and you know to make sure that their clients first first of all are like you're going to be okay we're going to get another one you know but mm -hmm. also just letting them know that I mean, who knows why the buyer had to go under or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I've had it happen. And I try to let people know, like, hey, like, if you want to know why, I'm happy to talk to you about it. You know what I mean? Or things that maybe your seller can fix for the next person. Mm -hmm. And you can be like, hey, this is what they told us. And this is what we did about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes it's it's a lot. And or it's, 
you know, more than maybe they want to know. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I think that working together is super important to try and get everybody where they want to be. Yeah. You know, and And communication. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Don't get me started. I hear hear (laughs) stories and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, how can people not be picking up their phone? Like, I'll hear buyer's agents are like, I've been trying to get a hold of this agent for so long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, that is huge. And I think for clients, that's huge. Oh, yeah. If they cannot get a hold of you, especially during, like, stressful times, you they will not be happy. No. I mean, you have to be reachable. Yeah. You know, I literally walk around with a headset in my ear all the time just because I'm like, you know, it's just easier. (laughs) When people call, I'll just be ready. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And what do you think has helped you? Like in your success, has it been um, do you, like what drives you? Like, because, I mean, you don't have to do this, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, totally. What? Um, I think I think what's helped is just being genuine and honest. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I, I am fortunate that I could rely on my husband, you mm-hmm. know, but when I take on clients, I I really want to help them. You know what I mean? I really want to see them, whatever their goal is, achieve it, you know? And sometimes, and I feel like I'm I'm pretty patient with that and I'm willing to do extra things. So I think that's what's helped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if they, you know, like you have times where it's like, oh, they want to buy a house and then I've staged their whole house and they're like, actually, we're going to make that a rental or whatever. And I'm like, Okay, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like it's your life and you get to choose, you know. Yeah. So, and not making them feel bad about it because I mean, life circumstances change, you know. Yeah, and ultimately, I mean, that's a it's a, it is a big decision, and luckily they have you that's yeah. kind enough to just be like, it's okay, like, yeah, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, I think always taking a pause to see it from their perspective. You know, because we're really there to help them navigate whatever situation. And it sucks. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that everybody should take on every single client in the world and have to do things that they don't want to do. You have to set up your business for what you're willing to do and stay within that. And, yeah, there are sometimes maybe somebody I won't work with, you know, and that happens and that's my business. And maybe I can help them find somebody that's better fitted for them. Yeah. That's awesome that you can, you know, you can distinguish that and give them the because that's ultimately giving them the best care. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like if you feel like you can't 100 percent be invested or it's not like, yeah, work out like you're really taking care of them by. Yeah. I'm definitely going to find you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not me. (laughs) Exactly. We got it. We got it. I love it. And so looking ahead, what are some of your goals and aspirations in the real estate industry? Um, I would like to grow, um, my staging with my sister. Okay. And I would like to, um, be able to, I, I have partners that I can partner with, but I would like to grow and be able to do larger homes, bigger homes, multiple of them and really grow that side of my business more. Okay. Um, cause I really enjoy it. And I also, I mean, I love enjoying working with buyers as well. But um, so is this like custom luxury homes or just 
Um, all kinds. We okay. kind of can adjust for a lot of different things, but um, right now we're both working on using my Park City house and we're going to stage and I've been designing kind of each room individually and doing like my accent walls that I want to go with it. And I've been particular about lighting. And so I have all these things that I'm doing. So I want it to be a good showcase of what we do. Yeah, that is I mean? so fun. So yeah, so we're kind of taking it might take us a minute, but we're kind of taking it room by room. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And if you could talk to your new agent self right now, <laughs> what would you tell her? Like, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> like you don't Get have to your agent. Just learn a little more. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And do and I mean I I feel like Putting it out there that you're an agent and not a secret agent is, I mean, that's going to change your business. Oh, just totally. by letting everyone know that you are an agent. Oh, yeah. Well, and my purpose of going into real estate was not, I didn't think I was actually going to do it. Right. Like I as know, a like, job. Yeah. I like, was like, my husband, I'm like, I'll do it for us, maybe some friends yeah. and family, you know, but I didn't realize how much I was going to like it. It's because you were really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're really good. And then your friends were like, gosh, that was such an amazing experience. Yeah. Now I got to refer you, you know, and you're like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yay. Yeah, so, yeah. That's amazing. And is there one great piece of advice that you've learned either in this real estate journey or in your life that, like, you can share a quote maybe? Oh, you? man. I don't have any. I'm putting um, on the spot. I know. It's like I don't have any, like, amazing quotes or anything. But I would say if anybody knew me, they would say that I'm, like, a serial student you know, that if I don't know something, I'm going to learn it. You know, some people have said, like, maybe you should be a builder. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and but the cool thing is, despite all the challenges that we've been through, because it's been a pretty stressful few years um, building. But I feel like at the end of it, I'm like, I learned so much. Yeah. And everything I learn, every challenge we go through serves my clients. I help someone buy a cabin just barely. And I'm like looking at it and we're going through and we knew it had a little bit of mold and we were mitigating it. And um, in tearing out some of the walls, I'm like, I don't see any weather barrier on your house. Like we've got to figure this out. And we like find out there's no weather barrier. Luckily, we had done a lot of negotiating up front, knowing it would need some help. But if I didn't know what weather barrier was, you know what I mean? Like she had to have her whole outside of her house done because that's how water is getting in. Oh. You know what I mean? So it's just like the little things yeah. that you're just like, huh, I would have thunk I needed that information. Yeah. You know what I mean? and but so, it does come up because every transaction is different. Totally. So, yeah. Totally. So it's like everything is for a reason and I want to be a resource for my clients. You know what I mean? I love it when they call me and they tell me like, hey, my friend's water heater went out. Can you help them figure that out? Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it sounds like every challenge that you have is not – it's really a, a learning it is. experience. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like if, I mean, invest in your real estate knowledge in education in anything random yeah. because you never know when you're going to use it. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. And where can people follow you? They can follow me. My Instagram is generally my best place and it's Utah real estate underscore Brianna dot all red and it's spelled B-R-I-A-N-A. Okay. And do you have anything that you'd like to share before we wrap up today's episode? 
Any last? I think that we covered quite a bit today. I'm really excited for what this next year is going to bring. I'm excited for you. Okay. That's a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much, Brianna, for joining us today. This was so much fun getting to know you. And um, I really appreciate your time. Hey, thank you so much for having me. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate us, like us, and share this podcast with our real estate community. The Nova Show Real Estate Record, sharing raw stories of real estate, failures, lessons, wins, and successes. This is all from Novation Title, bringing a different experience into your world so that we can all uplift each other. Until next time.